You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Tuesday, Locked On Wildcats fans. This is your host, Mike Luke. Tucson's always been known as a basketball town. I don't think there's any question about that. Even when the football team has been going really well in the past, you know, I think back to 1998 when Arizona was ranked in the top five, people would always say, well, we got basketball coming up right here. And generally, it's for good reason because the U of A men's basketball team has been awesome. But this is something new we're going to be talking about from here on out. And this is U of A women's basketball highlighted by Adia Barnes. Now, good friend of mine, Anthony Gimino, always states, and I didn't really take this for the gravity that I should have until I heard this, but it makes sense. He always says it's about the coach. It's not about the program. And if you look up and down college athletics, you look at a program like Alabama with Nick Saban. You look at a program, you, let's just stick on Alabama. Before Nick Saban got there, not good. And you don't want to know why? It's because for all the built-in advantages you have at a school like Alabama, unless you've got the coach, it doesn't really matter. So this episode, we're going to talk a lot about how Arizona women's basketball has gotten to the point that it is right now where you've thrown the best team in school history out there. And when we look at what's coming in, sure, Arizona probably takes a step back next year, but I don't know that anybody's going to be looking at it and saying that it's going to be a major step back. As a matter of fact, I think you're probably looking at something that's going to be able to sustain itself. So we're going to, again, we're going to talk about how we got there, but let's just talk about a few of the things, though, that I think you look at from an ideal coach's perspective especially in a place like Tucson, Arizona, that doesn't have a ton of women's basketball tradition. First and foremost, you've got to have passion. And you can look around the football program. Sure, Kevin Sumlin was bad, but you know what? It never looked like he had any passion. And one thing you can say about Sean Miller, or whatever you think of him, Sean Miller is a guy that has passion that leaves everything out there, and that's probably a big reason that he's been successful to this point. Adia Barnes has passion. When Adia Barnes got here, she already had a template in place because she knew what it took to become a big-time player, and she had played on the best team in school history. Whatever it took to be good at this job, whatever was within her power, Adia Barnes was going to make sure that she did. Second, you've got to have some relatable skills. You've got to be, unless you're somebody that is so high up on the pecking order that your name just kind of recruits itself, you've got to have be somebody the kids want to be around, that parents feel comfortable giving and sending their kid off to. And that's something that I think that you've certainly got in Adia Barnes. I mean, every single time a woman on the team talks about how, why they came to Arizona, the first thing they do is, Coach Barnes sold me on her vision. We'll get to that vision here, though, shortly. And so kids gravitate towards her. So it's a sustaining thing in that regard. Now, speaking of vision, 
Adia Barnes is not going to be out recruited and she is not going to be outworked by anybody. And Arizona women's basketball is going to be something that is going to stand on its own. And we're going to get into the nitty gritty here a little bit of the recruiting aspect. I've covered men's basketball recruiting for a long time. This was really the first time that I've really kind of dived in and see exactly how Coach Barnes has put together some of this talent and some of this roster. And then Coach Barnes has a unique position that we're going to close the third segment out with where she has the capability of possibly being that revolutionary figure in a program along with a certain player that she's had that we might be looking back on and comparing to one of the programs right there. This is a what we've seen, though, with this women's basketball metamorphosis in just a few short years since Adia Barnes has taken over, again, has been nothing short of amazing. And for a lot of the reasons that we're going to lay out coming up here next, it probably isn't going to be ending anytime soon, even with the graduation of your star point guard, McDonald. But still, at the end of the day, this is something that is looks like it's going to stand the test of time. And you know what? It's going to stand the test of the time, just like the way rockauto.com does. For all of you out there, rockauto.com is one of the best places that you will find that you can get any kind of service parts you need, and it's incredibly easy to navigate. Nobody goes on rockauto.com and said, man, I was confused by everything that was on there. It's easy. My parents can do it. You can do it. I've been able to do it. The prices are great, and it just works on a multitude of different levels. So rockauto.com. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Now, we've been talking, we talked a lot in that first segment about how Adia Barnes was able to get the Arizona women's basketball program to this point. And again, it certainly helps when you have a, a transcendent figure like an Ari McDonald. And we're, there's an interesting comparison that I'm going to throw out there in the next segment. But the thing of the lifeblood of any program, especially when you get a good coach in there, is being able to recruit. That is really what matters. And you see it. This team right now, this best team in school history, has some high-caliber recruits coming out. You obviously have a transfer in McDonald that made all the difference. But if you just look at it right now, and you look at some of the players that this team has coming in next year, this isn't going to be slowing down anytime soon here. Again, you've got a five-star post in Arinette Vonley, who is Noah Vonley's sister, who figures to be able to come in and play almost immediately. You've got two high-caliber kids, one coming in from Estonia, and then you've got one in Kaylin Gilbert out of out of Tampa, who is rated as the 18th best player in the 2022 class, you've got a ton of players that are going to be able to be next-level individuals. And that goes hand-in-hand, hand, though, with the vision that Coach Barnes has been able to put out there. Now, you're in an interesting spot in the Pac-12 because at Arizona, you are a program that certainly is on the uptick, but it's not on the uptick the way that certain other programs have been, you know, like a Stanford, heck, like an Oregon, schools of that nature. But Adia Barnes right now is the 100% the cool name in the Pac-12. 
And Harris, she's going to be able to build on this. I don't see any way she's not going to. And you see what she's got here. And a lot of people wonder, well, is she going to stick around? Is she going to stay here this entire time? And she's got a unique opportunity in place right here. And that unique opportunity is to essentially be to the women's basketball program what Lute Olson was to the men's basketball program. Lute Olson had a lot of opportunities to leave Arizona when he after he had built this program. He could have gone to Kentucky. He could have gone. Heck, there were rumors that he could have gone to the NBA. But, and this is just me surmising, I always felt that for Lute Olson, it was awesome to have his own program where somebody looked at it and nobody said, well, he's part of a coaching tree or he's part of a coaching cluster at said program. That really isn't the case with Arizona uh, excuse me, that is the case right now with Arizona women's basketball. Whatever success Adia Barnes has during her time here at the U of A is going to be squarely credited to her and nobody else. Sure, her mentor, Joan Bonvicini, had a couple nice years here, but nobody has gotten Arizona women's basketball to the level that it is now. And you look back at the temp that, template that Lute Olsen laid with the men's basketball program, and he said, I can win a national championship at Arizona. And that certainly bore itself out over the years. And Adia Barnes, kind of in the same boat, no? You look at you look at this run, and you look at some of the players coming in, and you can't tell me that this is a school that, in a three- or a four- or five-year window, can't win a national championship. They are that good. And she is that good as a recruiter. What happened, though, with Lute Olson was, sure, you had great teams from 88 to 88, 94, going on and on down the list. But I always felt that those teams weren't quite as talented as some of the other teams that they would play against. Lute Olson was just able to outcoach them. Then by about 1997 to, I'd say about 2003, Lute got his talent to a place where it basically took a backseat to absolutely no team in the country. And by no team in the country, I mean no team in the country. Arizona from a Arizona women's basketball from a talent perspective isn't at that level quite yet. But you do feel that, you know, within a maybe a two, a three, a four-year window with the way that they're able to build things right there, with the way that everything is able to take take hold she could get to that point where, okay, maybe it's not quite UConn talent, maybe it's not quite Baylor-level talent, but you know what? You're kind of in that, you're certainly at the top of that second tier, and you've got the upward mobility to be able to be in that first tier. Then you've got to get to Ari McDonald. Ari McDonald, to me, is this program Sean Elliott, in that Sir, she's not local like Sean was, which made Elliot's story all the more unique. But she is a player that came in here and, besides being the best player in program history, made Arizona a dominant force. Made Arizona more than just a regional school that players would look at. Made Arizona a place where a young woman coming up can say, I want to be the next Ari McDonald because that's right there and that's well within my grasp. That is the kind of stuff you are looking at if you are looking at a legacy and you're looking at Ari McDonald, you're looking at Adia Barnes. Again, 
I don't generally like comparisons switching over to either side, to the men's side or to the women's side, because I think it's a little bit of a distraction from what's going on. But when I look at what Adia Barnes is doing right now, when I look at what Ari McDonald is doing right now, it's hard not to think back to 1988 and think, you know what, could we have be watching the same metamorphosis of a program into what we're seeing right now from the women's basketball perspective? That's something that I don't know that we're going to know for a while, but it's certainly something, though, that it, to keep an eye on because these are both transcendent talents right here, and these are both talents that, sure, Ari McDonald's going to move on, and Adia Barnes at some point is going to have her choice of schools, but I think that there is a unique reason for her to be able to stay here at the University of Arizona, and it goes beyond, quite frankly, just being an alum. We're going to hit on that coming up next. But these women are all strong. These ladies know how to play basketball, and that means that there could be a Built Bar in the equation somewhere. Built Bar is one of the best-tasting protein bars that you will ever consume. It is something that highlights my day when I get out of the gym, and I can say for a fact that it highlights other people's days as well. When you have a Built Bar, you look forward to it because you know that it's going to taste good and you know that you're also going to get the results. It is the epitome of killing two birds with one stone. And let's be honest, that's what you're looking for when you're looking for a post-workout routine, when you're looking to get into something. And Built Bar is the one for you. If you've been watching these NCAA tournaments and you wanted to put a little bit of money on there, the best place that you can get that is at betonline.ag. Because you can find not only specific game lines, but you can find advanced betting props. And let's be honest, that's one of the coolest things about this, is that you can find advanced lines that, where, you know what, I might want to try to sneak things around a little bit, make things a little bit difficult for the, uh, the odds makers there. Let me see what I got as far as a certain player scoring over 17 points. That's the kind of stuff that you're going to be able to get at betonline.ag. When it comes to legacies in basketball... I've always felt, especially at the college level, that there's two kinds of coaches. That, and then it's not the one's better than the other, but let's use Arizona, let's use Lute Olson and let's use Bill Self for an example. Lute Olson will forever be the king of Tucson because of what he came to Tucson and what he built and what he kept here. Bill Self will end his career with a similar legacy to Lute Olson from a wins loss. NCAA tournament accomplishment perspective. No doubt about it. He might even surpass Luke. But Bill Self doing it at Kansas will always be looked at as one of the best coaches in Kansas history. Nobody is going to ever look at Bill Self or look at Kansas basketball, and Bill Self is the first one that comes to mind. That's just not going to be the way it is. When it comes to Arizona, when it comes to Lute Olson, he is going to be the one that comes to mind. Lute Olson will always be that guy, and I think that's where Adia Barnes is right now. Adia Barnes, sure, will have the opportunity to maybe go on to a much bigger, more prestigious school, but at the same time, does Adia Barnes want to be the next great coach at Baylor, or does Adia Barnes want to put her flag down and be part of this Arizona basketball community and be the face of a program that is turning into something special? I'm kind of of the belief that she's going to want to stay here because she knows that I can get players here. She knows that 
I've got the support here. When fans are allowed to come back in next year, this McHale Center is going to be rocking. And second of all, third of all, she's got an athletic department that is 100% behind her, and she can basically keep her entire contract here lifetime because nobody is looking to get rid of Adia Barnes. It's going to be a fascinating struggle to see what she does, but she did come up here during the Lute Olsen time. She also came up here during the height of the men's program and kind of the height of the women's program, and she's watching it right now. This is her ship. This is what she's got going on right now. And I would be a little bit surprised if she did move on. Again, I don't have any inside information on this. I've talked with Coach Barnes two or three times in my life. But when you look at ambition, when you look at what she's able to do and the credit that she would able to accumulate while she's at the U of A, you got to kind of wonder if this is going to be something where she looks at it and says, this is going to be my ship. And if we're sitting here talking in 2035, Coach Barnes could be in her 15th, 16th year talking about a different uh, program that is on a different level. And that would be something that would be all hers. Nobody else. It would be all hers. And it's just fun to watch. It's fun to surmise here because this is the first time that women's college basketball in this town has really taken a front page. And I, that all has to do with what Coach Barnes has done and what co her vision is. We're going to continue to keep you all updated throughout the summer on what goes on here. And But, man, I just wanted to kind of give everybody a little bit of an outlier from, or a, a little bit of a preview from my perspective as to how we got here and to what the future could possibly look like. And Locked On fans, the future is very bright.